As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. 1 Chronicles chapter 25. David, together with the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Heman, and Judethan for the ministry of prophesying, accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. Here is a list of the men who performed this service. From the sons of Asaph, Zuccah, Joseph, Nathaniah, and Asareliah, the sons of Asaph, were under the supervision of Asaph, who prophesied under the king's supervision. As for Jaduthan, from his sons, Gedaliah, Zeri, Jeshiah, Semai, Ashabiah and Mattithiah, six in all, under the supervision of their father, Jaduthan, who prophesied, using the harp in thanksgiving and praising the Lord. As for Himan, from his sons, Bekiah, Mataniah, Zael, Shabiel, Jerimoth, Hananiah, Hanai, Eliatha, Gidealti, Ramanatai Ezer, Joshbekashiah, Malathai, Hothir, and Mahazoath. All these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer. They were given him through the promises of God to exalt him. God gave Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under the supervision of their father for the music of the temple of the Lord, with cymbals, lyres and harps, for the ministry at the house of God. Asaph, Jaduthan and Heman were under the supervision of the king, along with their relatives, all of them trained and skilled in music for the Lord. They numbered 288, young and old alike, teacher as well as student, cast lots for their duties. The first lot, which was for Asaph, fell to Joseph, his sons and relatives, the second to Gedaliah, him and his relatives and sons, twelve. The third to Zuccah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fourth to Isri, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The sixth to Bukiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The seventh to Jeshareliah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The eighth to Jeshiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The ninth to Mataniah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The tenth to Shemai, his sons and relatives, twelve. The eleventh to Azarael, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The thirteenth to Shabiel, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fourteenth to Mattathiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fifteenth to Jeremoth, his sons and relatives, twelve. The sixteenth to Hananiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The seventeenth to Josh Bekashah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The eighteenth to Hanai, his sons and relatives, twelve. The nineteenth to Malathai, his sons and relatives, twelve. The twentieth to Elitha, 
his sons and relatives, 12. The 21st to Hothia, his sons and relatives, 12. The 22nd to Gadalti, his sons and relatives, 12. The 23rd to Mahazoath, his sons and relatives, 12. The 24th to Romanti Azur, his sons and relatives, 12. Luke chapter 23. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted, He stirs up the people all over Judea by his teaching. He started in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and teachers of the law were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. Dressing him in an elegant robe, they sent him back to Pilate. And that day Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who is inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us, as you can see. He has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore I will punish him and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouts they insistently demanded that he be crucified, and their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him, and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you say, Blessed are the childless women, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. 
and they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the land until three in the afternoon, for the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.